Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. You may have heard in the news the Pope, the Pope is not happy. <laughs> he's not happy about a lot of things, but he's happy about some things. Um, Pope Francis has come out very strongly against surrogacy parenting, describing it as deplorable and calling for a universal ban on the practice. I'll read you his words, by the way. He said, I deem deplorable the practice of so-called surrogate motherhood, which represents a grave violation of the dignity of the woman and the child based on the exploitation of situations of the mother's material needs. A child is always a gift, he said, and never the basis of a commercial contract. He hopes that the international community will make efforts to prohibit this practice universally and said that uh, at every moment of its existence, human life must be preserved and defended. Now, I think the idea of the global community that would, they would outlaw surrogacy is probably naive at best, but it's still an interesting discussion that he brings up, and that is around surrogacy. Do you have any moral qualms around the idea of somebody else having a baby for money, essentially? Historically, there was no surrogacy legislation in Ireland. Assisted human reproduction in Ireland is still not regulated, nor is sperm donation, although it has been practiced since 1987. In Ireland, the woman who gives birth to the child is recognised as the legal mother. Proof of paternity is evidenced by a DNA test result. However, in December, ministers approved plans to recognise international surrogacy for the first time, both retrospectively and for future arrangements. So this new legal element of surrogacy is now coming in. We do not appear, although Pope Francis may want us to, to be heading away from surrogacy. More so, we're heading into it. And I want to know what you think. The Pope is often considered the most liberal Pope we have ever seen and only recently said that gay couples who are getting married should get a blessing from the Irish Church or from the Catholic Church. But is he right on this one? Are we heading down a dangerous path? Do you agree with surrogacy? Now, there's two ways of looking at this. And can I just say off the offset that my heart goes out to any woman who wants to have children and who can't or any couple who wants to have children and can't. And sadly, that's just the look of the draw, isn't it, really? Because sometimes it's not that there's anything wrong with you. Sometimes people are just not biologically compatible and just don't have children or can't conceive. And that can be very difficult for a couple who really badly want a child. And as well as adoption, which is very rare nowadays because you have to adopt from other countries, surrogacy is another avenue or path. But the problem is that most surrogacy is outside the country. And they're usually from countries that are quite poor. And the reason that these mothers will do it in these other countries is because they need the money. And some people see that as exploitation or taking advantage of vulnerable women. Whereas other people would see it as an opportunity to bring life into the world that otherwise wouldn't be brought into the world. So I want to know what your thoughts are on it. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. What are your feelings on surrogacy, your moral feelings on it? Now, let me go to Fiona, if I can. Fiona, hi, how are you? Hi, good evening, Neil. How are you? I'm good, Fiona. I, I'm, by the way, I'm looking at a selection box across the desk here, and I'm quite tempted to open it up. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> sick of them. Yeah. Anyway, so... uh, what was I going to say? Mer uh, Happy New Year to you. And I know it's about the 10th of January. <laughs> But I haven't seen you or spoken to you or anything. Happy New Year to you too, Fiona. <laughs> to all of you. Yeah. yeah. So so surrogacy, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it, but how do you look at it? Again, as you say, there is two ways of looking at it. Um, 
if it was a family member and, you, you know, you might be inclined to offer, you know, if you were in that situation and you could mm-hmm. help. Yeah. Um, I don't think strangers should be brought into to it because then, again, you're opening that can of worms and the Pandora's box and it leads to things that we will never expect that will come up against us in life, do you know? So what you're saying is, from a philanthropic point of view, in other words, if you're doing it for somebody for free because they're a relation of yours and you want to do it out of goodwill, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're doing it for I money... I could understand this, yeah. For money, absolutely not. Okay, well, in most cases, it is done for money. Well, I just think I'd probably be inclined to... T- it's expensive, be in by line the way. with the Pope. Yeah. Now I, I am flabbergasted because I'm like you. I'm thinking, hey, yeah. is he coming back around again? You know, <laughs> has God come down and spoken to him? <laughs> Had a word with him. Come over here, Francis. I need Had to talk to you. There. I need yeah. to talk to you for a second here. <laughs> You're making a bit of hames of things down there on me. Yeah, but, yeah. but I, I understand why people do it. And people sometimes are desperate to have children. And I, I can only imagine what that feeling is like. I was quite lucky, you know, that I was blessed, if you want to use the word blessed, with three children. But Amen. but in saying that, but there are, but there are people who desperately want children and can't have them, and they will look down IVF routes. They will go to any adoption if it's available to them, or of course the latest thing is surrogacy, uh, which has been around for quite a while, mm. but not legal in this country for quite a while. But there's certainly no regulation around it. Uh, but there are there are now starting to bring in regulations around it and legality to it, where the child will be rec- the person's parent will be recognised as their as their mother or father, but. The thing about it is, some people will argue you're taking advantage of somebody in a country, usually a foreign country somewhere, that is poor, and you're taking advantage of those and using them as a vessel to have a baby for you. Is, is that fair? That they might not, you know, but come the nine months, they might not want to give up that child, but they feel they have no choice then because you paid them 30 grand or whatever it is to do it. But equally, you can look at the other side and the person signed up to do it. Mm. Which, it's not something that I would do. Again, put me in a situation with a family member, different story altogether. Do you know? You, like, I can't see it as being a contract, as, as the Pope did say. It should, no child should be a contract. A part of a contract, That's yeah. like, yeah. let's be fair, it's just a little, it's a nice way of, and I pardon out anybody out there, I, like, my way of speaking. But it's like an upgrade to child trafficking, isn't it? Do you think that, yeah? I would. I would. Well, it's not, well, it's not exactly. When child trafficking. Stop? Child, when we, stop? Uh, oh, yeah, but generally speaking, when it comes to child trafficking, a child's life is in danger being moved from one country to another. But usually with surrogacy, the child is going to a very good home. So sometimes you might think. Well, I would like, to, I would hope so. You would hope so. And because there is a criteria. It's like adoption. You know, you have to go through a whole process. But there is, you know. there's scary stories out yeah. there too. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure there is. That girl, that girl might do that. She might do it for the 30,000 or whatever. Yeah. She's in a very poor situation. Yeah, we'll go down her lines and we'll think about it. She thinks her child is going to this lovely family. She don't know. Mm. Yeah, no, you're she right. She don't know. So I think no child should be a contract. And I am... Um, yeah, I might listen to the Pope now for for a couple of weeks again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he's coming up with some corkers lately, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He is, he is, because again, I wasn't happy with a couple of his statements, because to me, I would feel I would be sinning if I yeah. kind of went against my beliefs. To be hmm. truthful, am I a Catholic or am I not? Yeah. You know, 
But you are a Catholic, so I can't aren't bend you? the rules. I do try. I really do try. Mm. But does does something like that come into your radar as a Catholic, or does that religion doesn't get, come into that decision that you make morally around that around surrogacy? Does it? That's not religious. It's not a religious reason. It's it, like to be religious. To me, being religious is God, which is God is, which is good, which is inside us. Mm. So something inside me says to me, no child is a contract. So that's the God in me. So as far as you're concerned, a child is not a commodity yeah. for sale. No, not for sale. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of what's happening. But that's, mind you, the same thing happens with adoption sometimes. So we'll stay there for a second, Fiona. Let me go to Claire. Claire, There's hi. There's loads of children out there looking to be adopted, like. Not in Ireland, unfortunately. There isn't. Um, In other countries. Yeah. Claire, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Uh, surrogacy. I've never really thought about it too much. But, but now that I'm starting to think about it, I understand the remarks of the Pope, you know, from a moral point of view. But, you know, we are heading down a progressive route in this country where we're now bringing in, you know, regulations and legalising it. So, it's, even though it's been around for quite some time, do you think there's anything morally wrong with it? Um, not particularly. I think if people really, really, really want a child and they go to surrogacy, that child is really needed and wanted mm-hmm. and and will be loved. And I know three people personally who have gone through the, surrogacy. the whole system. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very happy. Beautiful children. And, and where do they, where do they, where do they do it from? I know it probably wasn't Ireland. It was probably some No, it was Eastern Europe somewhere. Eastern, yeah, Eastern Europe, India, places like that. They do it from all sorts of places. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, but it's usually, but, I mean, with respect, it's usually mothers who don't have a huge amount of money because there is good money being paid to these mothers to bear the child for nine months. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. That, yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly. I agree, I agree. Well, I, I was lucky I, I condemned the adoption route. Yeah. So I was definitely wanted and needed. Yeah, and so did I, yeah. Met, met my brother. Um, I think I was yeah. talking to you before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So met him at the airport on the twenty second of December and Oh yeah, how did it go? Off. That's right, you were telling us you were going to meet him. I remember now, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Great. That's brilliant. Super. And I have to say I'm so glad. Never wanted to do it, never had any intention. But out of the blue just decided to do a DNA test. And then as you know, we only got our adoption information last yeah. Last year, yeah. Time, but yeah. Time I got, yeah. yeah. Um, so I had names, addresses of my birth mother, birth father, um, and cousins. I have this half-brother in Dubai and a half-sister in the UK. Okay, is he rich? Um, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't give me much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and did, and so you've no, never, do you've never met him before in your life? Never, never, okay. never. And how, how old is no, he now? So, how old is he now? He's 66 and I'm 70. All right, so that must have been odd so because I, I remember when I met my sister for the first time, I was 53 and she was 52. And yeah. that was when we met first. And we went out for dinner in um, town in Dublin. And when we were yeah. eating, I was looking out for things that I do and she was looking out for things that she did. We had great conversations about where we used to hang out. She was she lives in England. And, yeah. you know, and we noticed little idiosyncrasies that would be you know, within yeah. us. You know what I mean? We were the same. Silly, we the same. silly things like the way you stir your tea and all those kind of silly things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And talking shite and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we did not shite. believe in Yeah, she, yeah <laughs> my sister talks shite too. I get paid to talk shite. That's the difference. <laughs> we did. <don't. laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. So, well, I'm, delight, I'm delighted it went well and, you, and you're going to keep in touch with him and you're, you have exchange numbers yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Oh, we've, well, we, we, have, we were on the phone during the summer. Okay. 
So we, we chatted on the phone. So you got to keep and in then, touch. And then, of course, Dublin Airport came out and did a video of the whole thing. So oh, brilliant! It's been seen by the world. Oh, great! So, oh, I must have a look at that. You must send me a link to it, and I must have a look at that. I can indeed. I'll do it now when I'm finished. Yeah. Okay. If you just email it over to me, and just email it to Niall Boyle in a classic hits. and I'd love to it see it. It mightn't go through. It mightn't go through email, will it? Um, if you, where is? Have you got a video of it, or have you I'll got it up it online? On WhatsApp. Oh, oh yeah. it's a video. Video. Okay, just send it on WhatsApp. The WhatsApp number. That'll be fine. I'll send it on WhatsApp. That's pleasure. Okay, back to yeah. back to Sergey C. Claire. So, so yeah. would you have an issue with it either philanthropically, which is obviously doing it for you know your sister or brother, or you know where you're doing it for free, essentially just the cost of your hospital bills, or would you have an or do you have an issue with it if you're doing like your friends did it? So you've no issue at all with it. I don't. No, no, mm. I haven't. Mm. And, I haven't. Wh- and what do you what do you think about the Pope is saying? You know, the Pope said it's a violation of the dignity of the woman and the child based on the exploitation of situations of the mother's material Well, needs. everybody has their own everybody has their own view on things, don't mm. they? On everything. Yeah. So that's just my view. Mm. And the Pope has a different view, obviously. So Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, well, stay there both Fiona and Claire. Let me just get a male perspective on this as well. Let me just bring in Martin. Martin, hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Noel. Good evening. Good, Good evening, evening ladies. Now, Martin, the Pope, I know you don't always agree with what the Pope says, but do you agree with him on this occasion? I seldom agree. <laughs> seldom agree. Um, well, I agree. Let me, how can I? I agree with what he's saying, but not for necessarily the same reasons. Um, when it comes to surrogacy, uh, using the the couple's biological material, in other words, eggs from the eggs from the, the from the woman, sperm from the man. The problem I have there is it's it's going to be done in vitro. Um there will be numerous eggs fertilized, probably only one or two of them implanted. Mm-hmm. They very seldom implant all the eggs. You know my view on it now. Uh, a, a human life is created in a unique genetic um profile is created at the at the moment a sperm meets an egg and quite often what happens is other fertilized eggs are just discarded or destroyed now that that to me is the same as abortion you know the the end result is but martin and you know my feelings on abortion okay i don't morally agree with abortion but in saying that when we're talking about you know cells on a petri dish uh, or an egg that it just has just been fertilized there couldn't be any consciousness at that point. There couldn't be any pain no, 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 or consciousness. But, or no, but it's, no. I, un- I understand me, you're looking at it from a basic point of view that that's the moment of con- conception. I understand that. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not even obviously abortion is is horrible, but the, the fundamental principle is the dignity of human life for me, and for me, life begins at conception. So it. it Regardless of whether there's whether there's pain or, or or you know or distress caused is okay. Well then let me let me let me let me put it to you this way. Okay, and let's be just philosophical about this, right? And let's just say that on this occasion and the example I'm going to give you, there are no discarded eggs. That okay. that two eggs are implanted, which are both conceived, are implanted into the woman's womb. So there's no there's no there's nothing being uh, disposed of. So on that on those grounds, would you be okay with it? So essentially, the other on, woman is being used as a as an incubator, essentially. Yeah, on, on well, that would be the lesser of of all the evils. Let me put it that way. You know, I, I in that circumstance, I would say, you know, wouldn't be for me to be honest with you. Um, 
But I can understand why people would do it, why a couple would do it. And for me, if, if all the eggs are, are used, all the fertilised eggs are used, then, okay, yeah, you know, I could, I, I, I could certainly, I could live with that. As I say, it wouldn't be for me. In the same way as, you know, when, 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 I, when, my, when my wife and I got married, um, we both got married on the basis of we'd like to have children, we're looking forward to having children. But if we, if we hadn't been able to, I would have accepted that. Like I, I well, that's fine, Martin. You might have, but a lot of people yeah. can't accept yeah. that. No, and no, for a lot no, of I, women I, in particular, that can be very difficult. I'm only giving my perspective on it. I, and I absolutely understand that. I understand that for a lot of women, um, there is that, that biological drive. But the thing there is that, um, as I said, if it's, if it's using eggs and, eggs and sperm from the couple, the situation at the moment is that normally eggs are left over and they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not implanted, they're not brought to fruition. But when it comes to the situation where it's, it's, uh, the man's sperm is used, I mean, it's not really, you know, it's not, it's not the wife's or, or the partner's child. Uh, I, I just, I personally, I can't get my head around that. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able for that. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not a strong enough character to, to to be able to deal with that. I would, for me, and I think for my my wife, even though we're we're, we're separated, going through divorce, we would always have agreed that the best path would be adoption, even if that meant foreign adoption. But the whole thing, you see, but then the adoption it, wouldn't be your child either. No, no. But you see, there's parity there because it's also not my wife's child. You understand? Mm. Like. Uh, yeah, but, I, all, but, all then it, it, but then it comes down to this whole idea, is, is being a parent, a mother and a father, nature or nurture? And it's a bit of both. both. It's a, yeah, it's a bit of both. both. Okay, my both mother, both. the woman who raised me, Lily, who's passed yeah. away, yeah. Um, she was my mother. She'll always be my mother. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to share something with you. When I met my biological mother the last time, she, she died about five years ago, right? My biological mother. But when I met her the last time, it freaked me out a little bit. Because she had, she kind of liked me, and she had apologized for what had happened, and she'd put me up for adoption. Now there was still a lot of stuff she didn't tell me about who my father was and stuff like that. And I think she was embarrassed. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, but she, she, as I was leaving the house, the last time I saw her, which was about ten years ago, as I was leaving the house, she said, "You know, you can call me ma'am if you want to," and that frightened me. It really upset me. It took a lot out of me, and I know that sounds really weird, right? But no, I, it doesn't sound right. But I couldn't do that because if I had have called her ma'am just in my own head, even though she technically is my biological mother, I felt like I was betraying my own mother who had only recently died. Absolutely. I felt like I was betraying her and I would never have done that. So what I'm saying to you is, getting back to what we're saying, even if it isn't the man's sperm or it isn't the woman's egg, I mean, it's still nurture, isn't it? That baby comes into the world and you accept it as yours. I don't know, Claire, Claire am I talking through me hat? No, you're not. You're, you're talking absolute, uh, brilliant. Um, and I do agree with you. Your, your mom is your mom. Mm. And the mom is the, the mom, person who raised you. Yeah. End of story. Um, your birth mother is your biological mother. That's it. Only through biology. Only through biology. Mm. She didn't nurture you. She didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yep. No, and I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. They all had their reasons, obviously. Yep. I mean, 1953, there was no way a woman could tell her parents or her family that she was pregnant. Yeah. Not, uh, not oh, 1963 in my case. Having a, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Ten years in the difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, your mum is your mum, and your dad is your dad. Now I never met my biological mother. She died in 1988, so mm. I wouldn't have met her. But my birth brother was raised with her, and had a very, very unhappy life. Mm. He said, "My sister, my other half sister, and myself were the lucky ones." Lucky escape, so to speak. Yeah. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? They always say too, if I had been raised by, by my biological mother and she hadn't gone into the St. Patrick's home and the Navin Road example for the mother and baby home, I could have turned out a completely different person. You know, I might not be here today doing this. I could be doing something different. Well, you, you know, yeah. So a different you don't life. Know. You don't know the way life takes turns. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but the, the point, yeah, but the point of Martin talking about Martin is nature or nurture, not nature. I do yeah. understand the point the Pope is making. And I've said this before about surrogacy and I have to park it in my own head that if you're going to surrogate from, you know, a country that's majority would be poor countries and poor women, they're doing it for money. And you are taking advantage of people. There's no doubt about that. And anybody who says you're not, well, I think they're lying to themselves. Well, you probably are. But at the end of the day, you know. You're doing you them a favour too. You're doing them a favour too. You're, you're doing them a favour. Yeah, you're giving yeah, them an income. You know, Taking them out of, out of poverty mm. and mm. also... You're you're getting your your beautiful child in exchange, so yeah, you could argue it's a bit of a win-win I, sometimes, Martin. And I understand the yeah. moral dilemma, and I I've got yeah. good morals too, and I I think about that all the time. Those kind of things, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, Nile, I have to go oh here. Yeah. There. No, no problem, Claire. Thank so, you, Claire. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So Martin. I'll send I'll send that video on to you. Okay? Please do, please do. I'd love to see it. Yeah, and thanks a million for the call. See you. Bye, bye, thanks bye. A lot. bye. Happy New Year. Bye, Happy bye. New Year. Bye, bye. bye. Uh, Martin. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it's look. I see it, you know, from 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 the point of view of just a moral decision or an ethical decision. Um, and people will disagree, and I I respect people who disagree, but it's it would it would be the same as somebody selling a kidney. You know what I mean? For me, that's that's the way I view it. Somebody is being taken advantage of. I think they're being taken advantage of. I understand the the, the, the rationale people will use and the, and the motives behind it. They want to have a child. I understand all of that. It's just I see all, over my lifetime, I've seen the boundaries of what is acceptable being pushed back all the time. I mean, you know, we, we had the a conversation. has been around a long time. It's been around a long time, but mm. you see, it's now it's now getting to the point where... where as I said, you have in vitro fertilization now, which for me opens up another Pandora's box. Mm. And even, you know, to this, today, there are human beings being cloned. Now, apparently, or allegedly, they're not being, the eggs, when, 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 they, when they clone a human being, they're not implanting the eggs. Now, I don't believe that. Nobody will convince me that the likes of China, North Korea, America, you know, Russia, that they don't have laboratories where they're pushing the boundaries as far as possible. And it, it all just... Oh, no, I, I watched seems... a documentary recently where they can literally go through the strands of DNA within the egg, and if there's a hereditary disease or, a, you know, something that's genetic, they can remove it. In other words, to make the perfect child or a child that will be born with no disabilities or no hereditary diseases. Yeah, or, and or the super soldier. Um, but now that doesn't mean that they all be all blonde hair, blue eyed, by the way. But I'm just saying they they can remove. There is moral and ethical reasons why they're not allowed to do that at the moment. But it is only a matter of time before that changes. 
Do, do you agree with that, Martin? That idea that you can remove disabilities, genetic or hereditary disabilities from an egg. Do you agree with doing that? Um, I think the idea behind it sounds wonderful. But it's, as I've said before now, the road to hell is paved with good intentions because there's nobody will convince me that laboratories, particularly laboratories that are being funded by the state, are doing it with the intentions of making healthier individuals or human beings. If they're doing it, they're doing it to create super soldiers and, you know, literally just drones that they can send out to war. And it is happening. They are cloning human beings. They say that they're not bringing them, that they're not bringing them to fruition. They're not implanting. I don't believe that. No one will convince me that China, North Korea, America, as I said, the Russians, Mm. They'll all be doing it. They, 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 okay. they, tell, okay. they tell the world they're not doing things, and they do. You're listening to Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. With Recruit.ie. Download our job search app today. Search for Recruit.ie in your smartphone app store. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Let me go to Ashling. Ashling, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good, how are you? Good. Now, Ashling, uh, surrogacy, the, po- the Pope has called for a universal worldwide ban on surrogacy. Now, that's probably not going to happen. That's a bit naive. Um, but he, he thinks it's immoral anyway. Do you? I don't. No, I don't think it is. Okay. Um, and what, do you know people who have surrogated children have already done it? or? Um, I would, yes. Um, and honestly, like, it's no, their love for their children is no different that of any other parent be it natural or artificial insemination or anything like that like I feel I I would agree with the points that were mentioned previously that it would be nurture over nature like I myself have immediate family members who aren't directly connected to me through a bloodline or DNA and I wouldn't look at them any different yeah of course And and I agree with you I think it's nurture not nature my brother was my brother, even though he was also adopted. And so we weren't connected or biologically connected at all, but he was still my brother. But but in saying that, the argument is, I suppose the main argument in this is, is the dignity of women. And, you know, that you're, you're taking advantage of women in some way, you know, who are vulnerable and don't have much money. Yeah, I can understand that point of it as well, because I feel like, it could be perceived that women are being taken advantage of. And there are probably situations where women are being taken advantage Absolutely. of. Absolutely. They are. People, yeah, people who would have the money and the means to raise a child but unfortunately don't have the chance to themselves and would find a woman who is, in quotation, willing because they need the money or such. And like, I also wanted to bring up the point you know, with, it was mentioned with family members that were willing to do it for you. Um, I feel like it would be no different in the sense of you would still have to pay for medical expenses for a family member. Wouldn't be and... as expensive. No, no, of course not. No, of course not, not yeah. And, um, I, noticed, I noted that the Pope said that a child is a gift, gift and not subject of a, a commercial contract or something like that. Yes, yeah. But I see that. He said a child is always a gift and never the basis of a commercial contract. Yes, that. thank you. Um, I feel like as a parent who's willing to go to those lengths to try and have a child of their own, in again, in quotation marks, because there are so many different ways it could be done with the eggs 
and with sperm, like they're very, there's many different routes that people can take. Any parent who is willing to go to that, those lengths to have such a gift bestowed upon them, it wouldn't be, I feel like, considered a commercial, commercial agreement or contract as such. Mm. And while the woman who is having the child, it, there are some cases where, yes, women are exploited for the, like, the, well, exploited is a very harsh word to use. Well, 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 well I mean, there are, I mean, Ashley, we have to look at this logically and, and be honest about it too. In many countries in the world where surrogacy is quite popular and Irish people will go to surrogate children, it is exploit. There is exploitation. There are large companies who administrate all of this, who get the contracts drawn up for these women, who make a large sum of money out of these women, women who wouldn't normally or couldn't afford to raise a child. Um, in other words, they, they would maybe love to have a child, but they couldn't afford to raise it because they live in a country where they wouldn't have children's allowance or they wouldn't have, you know, the supports they would have we, that we would have be lucky enough to have here in Ireland. So... In that, when you look at it from that point of view, you can't argue that sometimes it is taking advantage of vulnerable women. Yes. No, absolutely. I would agree that it, it, it can take advantage of vulnerable women in those situations. But then again, there are, as you said, companies who would set it up and maybe these women don't want to have a child and they can have children. And is it not their personal choice to share that gift with the family who can mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I feel like it can be seen in yeah, no very many different... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And there are a load... You're okay. And there are a load of different means in which people can acquire a child nowadays. Well, acquire is such a strange word. Um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's no, by the way, there's no nice word to use there. Get, acquire, whatever word you want to use. There isn't an appropriate word. But Martin, I, I do understand the point you're making. And, and you know, Martin, everybody, well, most people, couples, women, want to have a child. Some don't. That's fine, too. But most do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, people will take desperate measures, Martin. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I, I well understand that, you know. Like, I, I'm... People will say it's easy for me, you know. I have two beautiful daughters. I have five grandchildren. Um, but I can honestly say that going back to when when I first got married, um, it was well understood and accepted between myself and my wife before we got married. If anything happened that we couldn't have children, we wouldn't go down a road like that. We wouldn't go down the... the sperm donor road or surrogacy or anything like that because we wanted our children you know we wanted to have children between us so the 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 avenue that would have the only avenue we would have had had we had we not been able to have children if we'd been lucky enough would be to adopt and you know like life is is that not a little bit of a contradiction and i said i know i've said that to you already because that's not your biological child either. You know what I mean? It's not your no, child, no, no. as you no, said. I, 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 understand, I understand what you're saying, but the, the point they're making is that, yes, it's not my child. It's also not my wife's child. So there's a parity there. You know, you're both investing exactly the same amount mm. in, in, in loving and rearing a child that you adopt. Whereas if the child... And it's 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 not like if you know if somebody becomes widowed, 
you know, their, their partner dies and they, they remarry. Mm. It's, it's not the same. What I'm saying is, and I'm only okay, but let me ask you, well, let me ask you a basic question then, right? If, if, it, yeah. if you were in charge tomorrow, if it was your department and you were a minister or a TD or the Minister for Justice or whatever it happens to be and you were making the laws, would you ban surrogacy in Ireland? It was your decision, solely your um, decision. Would I ban surrogacy? I think... Based on everything you've said oh, tonight. No, that's, that's a hard one. Would I ban it? Well, I would certainly make it difficult. I would make sure that people have to go through um, psychological testing. I think they, well, I think it, it is quite difficult. You have to make an application uh, to the Irish. There's a board in Ireland, isn't there? I'm not too sure. Maybe Ashton knows more about it than I do. But I do think there's a criteria like adoption that you have to be fit and you have to be able to prove that you can, you know, afford to raise a child and all those kind of things. There is, there is a criteria to, to it. Ashley, do me a favour. Stay there with me if you can. I want to go to David if I can. David, hi. How are you? Niall, hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, David. Good. David, what um, what do you think of this idea for the Pope? Right. I I believe he's an idiot and he should keep his mouth shut. Okay. Um, Simple as that. But there's no difference between surrogacy and adoption. If you're adopting children, if if you're going to allow adoption, all that's going to happen is that people will, who are um, intent on um, they will just get a bunch of girls start breeding from them and then put the put the kids up for adoption and and that's the way it's going to be if you um, which is which is a ridiculous concept you know if you're going to allow surrogacy if I assume there's some sort of some personal control in the surrogacy you're not going to have a surrogate mum who is undernourished, underfed, and um, um, in, in, in all ways um, retarded or whatever. Um, and, and That's abused. not a good word to use, mind you. But yeah, I under- no, I understand the point you're getting to. They, you, that, but I, I would like to. But I, I would like to think that David is the case. Well, if one would hope that, if, yeah. I, I would you, like to think that, you know, the, the surrogate mother is well looked after and she's a healthy woman and she's not somebody, you know, exactly. yeah. who's in the yeah. depths of depravity or something like that. But but we yeah. but I don't know. Well, neither do I, but they, I, I, would, I would hope that people who are going to, who are that desperate to have children with some sort of um, personal input, shall we say, um, and either the... the, 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 the Mothers, uh, the, the the wife's eggs, with with his semen, whatever is being done, so that the, that she can't carry a, a child to full term or whatever it might be. The the, mm. the, the, the surrogacy, that's fine. Who, who can who can tell me that I can't use a bit of my body in 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 gainful employment? It's well, simple... well, we do that all the time. We do it with prostitution, for example. We tell women primarily. Yeah. That they can't, you know, accept cash for sex, which I think, by the way, I think is stupid. <laughs> in Ireland, we used to have laws where women had the choice if they want to go out and be in escort, they can be an escort, their body, their choice. Yeah. But but now we've brought in laws. Ironically enough, it was a female minister of justice that brought in laws to stop it from happening. I think they're going to change those laws again very shortly. By the way, well, I, I would hope so. The the um, uh, I think there was a case, wasn't it, the other day, which probably prompted all this. 
some Australian woman had her husband drug up and his sperm harvested. Oh, yeah. That, oh, my God. That was horrendous. We talked about it on the show. Yeah, she went to court to have his sperm harvested. So was, And she's 65. So yeah. she could use it for surrogacy to get pregnant. You know, I, 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 and he was I, I, dead. I cannot believe it. Yeah. yeah. I, and by the way, I, I, can you imagine if that story was about a woman, for example, that somebody wanted to harvest a woman's eggs after she died in a tragic accident? Yeah. There'd be murder. I, I was I was appalled by that. It was, no, only in Australia would you get a story like that, by the way. Okay, but get, get, getting back to what we're talking about, I mean, I think even you're more liberal than Ashley on her views of it. I, I, you know, I understand Martin. Martin has more conservative views on it, and I get that. And I think it's really important, Davis. Accept, what? But, but no, don't you accept the point? That you can, no, I do. You cannot have, you cannot have adoption or adopting agencies, and then not allow surrogacy, because all that will happen is that you'll force a criminal element who will then. No, I understand into, that. I do understand that. But, but, but the point Sorry, I'm yeah, saying no, is, no, no, but I, I accept everybody's point of view tonight because I do accept Martin's point of view because I, and I've said this to Ashling as well, I am concerned about women who are vulnerable being taken advantage of. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I mean, so, the same way as women in this country were taken advantage of 50, 60 years ago in mother and baby homes. You know, when my father paid 300 quid to the nuns for me, I was essentially, yeah. I was a commodity. I was purchased because it was in the Catholic yeah. Church interest because not only was I purchasing and were they given 300 quid for me, which was a lot of money 50, 60 years ago, but also the state yeah, yeah. were paying them for every night that I was in there and that my mother, my biological mother was in there. So the state were actually paying them as well. They're, so they're hand in hand responsible as well. So what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is, you well, know, when there's money involved, it always concerns me. The church, money and sex. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. Okay, but, but uh, all of you stay there. I just want to finally bring in Kevin before the news. Oh, gosh, Kevin, I'm sorry. No, I, don't I, know, I, I met the, the last decent Pope was John Paul, the Polish Pope. You, you um, think so? You think he was decent? Even, think, even though he was well aware of all the, sex, all the revelations in relation to sexual abuse? He probably was. Of course he was. Um, and, he was and he was well aware of, he was well aware of priests that had been moved from parish to parish because of the allegations against them. And yeah. said nothing. You think he's a decent guy? Okay, say, well, hang on, that's up to you, David. Uh, stay there for a second. Kevin, hi, how are you? Hey, good evening to all you all. Good, good. Uh, you've been listening to Ashling, you know, who thinks the Pope is completely wrong in this case, that, you know, it's a vital service for women who are desperate to have children, or for couples who are desperate uh, to have children. And uh, Martin yeah. doesn't agree necessarily, because he, he obviously fears, you know, going down a dangerous route if we keep liberalising it constantly. Okay, first of all, just to make a point, I have no interest in what the Catholic Church say. That's just my own personal opinion. From a personal point of view, um, look, everybody seems to be talking like surrogacy is a guarantee, right? Adoption is a guarantee because there's a baby boy or a baby girl in the world. Surrogacy, if Martin knew an ounce of what he's talking about, rather than what he read in Google, would actually understand it as a contract. Now, there are sperm banks out there and there are many women who went, I don't need a man, I, and they hunt down the best sperm that they think is employable, applicable to them to have a child, mm-hmm. right, using, right? 
surrogacy is the same. Now, we're not talking about it's a contract between a loving couple, but strangers are involved in relation to carrying the baby. Whether it be the man donates his sperm to the surrogacy or she donates the eggs to his wife or partner. Okay. Or, or in some cases, they can use the man's sperm and the woman, the woman mother's eggs. They're just not sexually yeah, compatible. It can work yeah. either way. Yeah. You can take the husband's sperm or well, the, Yeah, sperm. just using the woman as an incubator, I suppose, the, in the, the sense. The man's sperm and the, yeah. the surrogate's okay. egg. We get the biology. That's, that's sort of right. The same methods are involved with IVF. But that's what Martin disagrees with. Martin disagrees with IVF because he believes that good eggs are discarded. And from that point of view, as a Christian, he can't sit. Oh, no. That doesn't sit it's with him. Like, well, hey, hang on, hang on. Well, what does he think about the chicken's eggs that he's thrown away each, each time they go off? Chicken's eggs are they not conceived. Hang on. Kevin, that's a stupid argument. Chicken's eggs are not conceived. Right. Hang on, hang on. What are you talking about? Hang on. They, every, everything has a viable shelf life, including... Yeah, but a chicken's egg that you have for your Sunday breakfast is not a conceived egg. No, I've been down this road. Have you? I know exactly what I'm talking about. I know. Right. Okay, I'm just saying to you. I, you I know, but yeah. everything has a it's shelf life. It's not a bird. Life. It's, no one does this. No, 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 no. Everything has a shelf life. But what I'm saying is... Yeah, I'll listen to him in a second. It's a contract. Right? And, like, going on... Look, no offence to Martin. Martin, right? You're a decent guy. But there's no need to go on sort of about the experimental and conspiracy theory. Well, he's not, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, to be honest with you. I think, I think it's fair to make those arguments because we have seen throughout history how that's washed out. Yeah, but like... Threshed out. Like, yeah. It's none, no one, like, there's no guarantees of surrogacy like there is with IVF. It's, 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 it's a flip of a coin. It doesn't work for everyone. I, I no, no, I know, I know that. Yeah, I'm well aware and of that. So it's, no one goes in blind to this. There's a risk and a high emotional risk. I know, but that, I know, but wait, that's not the debate as such. We all understand that it's not always guaranteed successful. But the, the debate is, is it morally right to do it? With the technology that we have nowadays, why not? Some women are... Okay, born. okay, well, hang on. Martin just wants to respond to what you said about chickens. Yeah, no problem. Go right. ahead, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, I've, I've heard Look you speak like... several times, and... You know, I've always I've always held what you have to say in high regard. Are you saying that a chicken's egg, whether it be fertilized or not, is comparable to even it if it's only an egg? No, 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 no. Life. We're not no no Kevin, Kevin, we're not talking about a shelf life. Forget the shelf life. Okay? I'm asking you, are you saying that a chicken's egg is comparable in moral value to a fertilized egg of a human being? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that in any way, shape, or form. You kind of did. You kind of did. I said it has a, it has a limited lifespan. Then you did say like a chicken's egg, so you did compare it. Look, what do you compare to a slice of bread? Now you were saying that Mar- Martin needs. To, I'll recap again. You said that Martin needs to do his research and stop looking up Google. It's like a chicken's I egg. Research. Yeah. And it's no, not on Google. No, I read many books okay, on the subject. Lads, lads, if you want to drag me over the coals over a misquote then I take it back. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Everything has a shelf life, including fertilized eggs, be they frozen or not. As soon as they come out of that freezer, they're dead. There's nothing you can do about that's it. Pers- that's called that is, that is, Kevin, that is precisely my point. Okay, well, let me just, I, I, I need to go to the news in a second. Ashling, do you take on board the point Martin is making about disposed eggs? Uh, and I'm sorry for keeping you there so long. 
in other words, his disagreement with the, the idea of surrogacy is that you are disposing of eggs. To him, that's no different to abortion. Fertilized eggs. Um, Fertilized eggs. I feel like I would agree with Martin, yeah. Mm. So you think it's wrong to dispose of fertilized eggs? Yeah, I, I feel like it would be. But then again, there's the sense of this could happen and people could be unaware of it. And, mm-hmm. and I understand there's, there's the contractual element that is being argument, argued as well. Like, at the end of the day, surrogacy is a contract between essentially the vendors and the purchasers. So if eggs are being wasted in that kind of sense, yeah, no, I would agree with what Martin is saying. I can't say that I would entirely agree with Kevin that it is like a chicken egg. egg <laughs> no, it's not quite the same thing if you're Sunday breakfast. Listen, Kevin, I appreciate it. Thank you very much to Martin, Ashling, and everybody else who got involved in that conversation. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.